this is just interesting to me uh, because there's a lot of things going on around this. So I want to talk about this story in Bloomberg, which is, and again, I didn't see this on the Counter-Strike subreddit. Maybe I'm just so highbrow and intellectual um, that I notice these things and no one else does, or maybe people aren't interested, or maybe people don't know what this means. Now, this is very interesting. So Counter-Strike World Champions, that's Astralis, aim to be the first esports team ipo so they're going to basically allow people to buy in essentially like floating now <laughs> there is so much to break down with this story uh there's a lot going on here um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, first of all, one story that just completely flew by the radar back in, uh, flew under the radar back in May. Do you remember that Astralis took like a $1 million fucking sponsorship or whatever the fuck it was from that esports.com scam? Do you remember them? If you, if you don't remember them, don't worry guys, as always, I've done a video on it. Go to YouTube, richardlewisesports.com, uh, esports.com i think we think it was called esports.com the the new wave of bullshit or something like that you'll find it right they they um had given them a huge amount of money and astralis despite being a supposedly on the up you know wonderful company they legitimized a company that was a scam and not just a scam is now being in it, they filed for insolvency and are now being investigated for a, uh, one of one of the f people behind it is now being investigated for a number of financial crimes. I'm working on an article about it because, of course, I am, and I'm in, I'm going to interview one of their former executives. That's now free to talk about it months later. So that is something that w w what's happened there? Are you keeping the money? <laughs> like you legitimized like this fucking scam company? You gotta you just never talked about it ever again. Did you even get the money? Like, what the fuck was that about? So, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to get to the bottom of that. Then, on top of this, right? It's an IPO. So, that is an initial public offering. It's where you literally say to, you know, hey, come in and buy a piece. It wasn't one of the big selling points of Astralis that it was like a big player-owned organization and the players had autonomy over the organization. So how much is there to go around? How How is an IPO and a player-owned organization, how do these two things intersect? And I think what we have to kind of get around to, to understanding is player-owned organization the entire time was a marketing gimmick. In no way was Astralis ever a player-owned organization. The players had a low level of equity that just meant, should they ever leave, they they could potentially cash that in for an extra financial kicker on the way out. They were never in the driving seat. They were never making the decisions. They were never calling the shots. If they were, Blastralis, pro, pro, that whole era probably would never have happened. So we definitely need to talk about that, don't we? Someone should be talking... Why is it always me? I'm like Balotelli, aren't I? <laughs> Why is it always me? Why is it always me? Like, there has to be someone else out there, please. Like, we get, we've got good journalists. We've got Jacob Wolf. 
You know, we've got DK, we've got Adam Fitch, somebody, please, please, because I'm on the ropes, I'm getting old, aren't I? I've got this new watch, and it measures my heart rate, because <laughs> I have to wear this now, because sometimes I just feel funny, and I go, oh yeah, that's why. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's uh, that's what's happening. The stress and the pressure and the work and the booze. You know, it's like oh fucking hell, yeah. Whew. Might need to sit down it. Oh yeah, my fucking heart's going like the fucking clappers for no reason. I've got 140 fucking resting heart rate here. I might have a fucking sit down. A little whiskey'll put out that fire. And then that's how we just roll. That's just it, mate. So we're running out of time. We're running out of time, guys. <laughs> clip this. We're running out of time. You can play this clip. It's weird. He just knew he was going to go. We're running out of time. I can't get them all. It's not going to be Pokemon for me. <laughs> so please step up, all of you. Love you all, but shit like this, come on. Help me out. What's <laughs> this in the comments? I got a Fitbit. Not sure what it does. It beeps at me occasionally. Not sure what that means. Christian Piper, comedian. Yep. I mean, that's pretty much what it is for me. You know, it's like... Yeah, it just tells me my heart rate and how many steps I've walked and stuff. How many calories I've burnt, supposedly. Definitely haven't burnt that much. It's just a lie. It's just a little it's just a little thing on my wrist that is just telling me of my impending death, essentially. It's just like what's that? Not long. Okay, cool. I'll I'll do a stream tonight. Is that alright? Mm -hmm. Yes, you may. Try not to get too stressed about it. But everyone's a crook, Fitbit. Everyone's a crook and a liar. It's okay, Richard. You're gonna bury me with this fucking thing. Right anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is what journalism does yeah absolutely this is what it does this is what it does uh when you're in the ship anyway so the player-owned organization aspect of this is is now nonsensical and they're going to become a public-owned organization which i don't even know like who's gonna who, like generally when when you do the uh ipos you see, like, a few high-profile people, like, swoop in and, like, buy up the majority of the stuff. So, gonna have to wait and see how this pans out. Uh, anyway. Denmark's Astralis is set to become the first esports team to go public in a bid to cement its status in a $1.1 billion global market. That's more than doubled since 2016. Kind of interesting, really. Riot Games made $1.4 in revenue in 2018, but it's only a $1.1 billion market. Who fucking knows what's going on anyway? Astralis is ranked the world's number one in Counter-Strike Global Offensive, a popular first-person shooting game and has won millions of dollars in tournament prizes. The success has earned it commercial endorsements with brands such as Audi and Logitech. Don't forget Jack Jones. Now operating as a media company. Hmm. <laughs> the Astralis group has expanded with teams competing in League of Legends and EA's FIFA. 
The listing is due to take place December 9th on NASDAQ's Copenhagen Exchange for Small Companies. According to its prospectus, Astralis plans to raise 125 to 150 million kroner between 18 and 22 million dollars with share prices priced at 8.95 kroner a share we 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 down for buying some Astralis shares guys on on december 9th you want to get in uh let's just um scroll down as well because it talks about Fortnite, and then it does an interview with nicola nyholm always good always like to hear from my boy we believe this is nickel nyham speaking we believe that the foundation of some of the most valuable and iconic brands in 10 years time is being set today said astralis group chief executive officer nicola nyham nyham says he's confident the ipo will succeed and cites pre-commitments worth around eight million dollars from a range of european and asian investors china the subscription period ran out on Friday. A successful IPO would provide a yardstick for other esports valuations, but the CEO, who has a background as a venture capitalist, says he understands why some might be hesitant to invest in a new area with only limited historical data to draw on. In this respect, it is also our responsibility to help educate the market through a continuous high level of information, Nyholm told Bloomberg in an email response to questions. Per Hansen, an investment economist at NordNet in Copenhagen, says he expects the offer to be oversubscribed given the levels of pre-IPO subscriptions. There's a lot of buzz around esports and what it might turn out to become in five years' time, Hansen said. The timing is also good given investors' appetite for new equity during the current regime of ultra-low interest rates. Uh, this is over in Denmark, I imagine. Or maybe this is a global thing. I don't know. I don't do international banking. I got my shit all fucking locked up in savings accounts and 401ks and other stuff. Nyholm says going public rather than raising venture capital will allow Astralis to focus on a longer time horizon and allow us to bring new investors on board. The money raised will help strengthen our position in the market through investments in our brands and media platforms. We will also look to use the listing to position us well in an anticipated future market consolidation. And then it just adds here, the world's most valuable esports company, Cloud9, is worth four hundred million dollars according to Forbes. <laughs> All right, mate. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Ugh. All right. So yeah, this is um this is really interesting because w w what we're gonna see here from Astralis is we're now going to see kind of the old uh, Astralis era where it was essentially, it, well, it started out as, it, it sort of certainly was to a certain degree a player-owned organization. The players got themselves the investors, the investors gave them some equity, they had some say around a round table, uh, and one of the bigger uh, shareholders who isn't there anymore was, of course, Freddie Biscoff, the manager. He's left. He has nothing to do with Astralis. Uh, nothing to do with refresh anymore he's completely out and is going to be starting his uh, own venture and i couldn't be happier for him i've known freddie a long time he's a grafter he's a grinder he's been in esports a while he'll be starting a new venture in fact i think i think we actually talked uh, not that long ago and said we, we'll get him on for an interview and i think that'll be fucking wicked i'd love to do an interview with him um but anyway and then they be th th this is where the whole refresh era started to come in and refresh started to take over 
and we ended up with the this sort of focus on the blast and Astralis attending the blast over other people's events to essentially push the blast further ahead in prominence despite having a terrible format the players whatever they want to say about it clearly were not making these decisions they ended up fucking up their own era as a result of this and then because of the rules that um valve are bringing in which valve gave a heads up to all of the people that this would affect ahead of time you cannot have conflicts of interest between tournament organizers teams and players owning parts of multiple teams and all of this stuff it must be completely transparent and clean they basically said um okay we're gonna go away and we're gonna make a separate company and we've now completely i'm nicola nyholm and even though i totally set up all of this refresh stuff over oh, and the blast stuff over here i'm completely out of that don't worry and i'm astralis for life look we've even made another company uh, don't worry about it. Everything's good. And there's definitely going to be no bias between the two of us, even though everybody that works over there, I actually hired an employee in that company. I'm just not at the company anymore. Don't worry about it, guys. It's all nothing to see here. So th th there is, there is a fucking lot going on, um, before these guys float on December 9th. And I have no doubt. I think they'll make the full valuation of 22 million because when you go out into the big wide world and, um, I don't really understand international finance or I would even say what venture capitalists do all that much. I mean, it seems to me to be a bunch of ultra wealthy people playing at a casino table, like a roulette table that we can't see or conceive of. And they come in with hundreds of millions of dollars and they basically just place a series of bets. They put 20 on there. They put, you know, they pick this number and they put 20 there and they put 40 here and they put another 60 on red and they spin the wheel. And all they need is one of those investments to come in and work out over a three-year period. And if it does, it'll offset all the other losses that they make for all of the failed business ventures. But they are not interested in the long-term success or the health or anything of any of the industries that they invest in beyond whether or not that company makes a return. And that's basically my very cursory understanding of venture capitalists from talking to them. But I will say this. Right now, esports is such a fucking crazy-ass buzzword. If you ever want to get a foot in the door with a VC investor, saying you've got some ties to, like, a great idea that's going to revolutionize esports, it's kind of like the dot-com thing. It's kind of, you know, you, you just say it, and they just give you money. It's just literally kind of how it is. Um, so I, I think they'll make the full valuation. I'm literally going to sit and watch it float. I'm going to sit. This is, like, this, it's December. I should be opening a fucking advent calendar. But I'm, I'm actually gonna, I'm actually gonna um, watch how it pans out. But I, but I think they'll make the full twenty-two. Like no, no problems there. Uh, and I agree with the assessment. It's going to be oversubscribed. What's going to be interesting is how they now frame it as a player-owned organization. Can't wait to see what they say about that. Um, and I can't wait to see who these big investors are, because one of them is going to be Chinese. I'm just telling you up front, <laughs> like. <laughs> China is China wants everything to do with esports. It wouldn't surprise me if Tencent themselves buy a piece. You know, watch this fucking space. Mm. Right. So that's the that's the Astralis thing. Again, a big story that just nobody noticed it. 